Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Ash Wednesday, and it is a day when we begin our Lenten journey toward, uh, toward Easter. So today we have a day of fasting and abstinence. And we also have uh, a time to begin to reflect on the various things we want to do during Lent to really uh, encourage uh, growth and strength spiritually in our lives. And so I just encourage you, if you haven't done it already, to begin to make some decisions, not just about the things you're going to give up, but perhaps also about some of the things you want to add on. Uh, Maybe you can add on um, an extra prayer time or, or something like that. So uh, just be encouraged that this is a wonderful season in which we can really find ourselves growing and, uh, and strengthening our spiritual life. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your almsgiving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your corner or to your inner room, close the door, And pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. In praying, do not babble like the pagans, who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearances so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to others to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. Well, as we enter enter into our Lenten journey, uh, there are many things that really can comprise our Lent. There are things that we do that we abstain from activities. There are ways in which we might add activities. There is always uh, an, uh, just an unlimited variety of ways in which we can really strengthen our lives in Christ during this time. And as I said uh, as at the beginning of the broadcast, uh, we really, uh, if we haven't done already, today's a good day for us to shore up what it is that we want to do uh, during this time. 
Lent really, the 40 days, really comes out of the wilderness wanderings of Jesus. And it is during this time that we too kind of enter into our own self-imposed wilderness that we, like Jesus, might be strengthened in our testing of our faith and come to a greater and more perfect understanding of our relationship that we have with our Lord. Uh, one of the things that is a basic uh, premise of the Lenten season are the three aspects of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting as being three things that you do in some way, shape, or form during the, uh, the time of Lent. And in our scripture today, Jesus addresses all three of these in the Sermon on the Mount. And here we have Jesus again contrasting two different ways that you can approach the various aspects of these practices, what are called uh, in some ways ascetic practices, which means they're self-training, they are disciplinary practices to help us get into uh, our uh, spiritual life in a better way. And some are, again, additions to our life or maybe uh, fine-tuning in our life of things. So first we have almsgiving that, that Jesus talks about in the Sermon on the Mount. And he talks about that uh, when you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. One of the things that's a real trap for uh, people who are in a situation of wanting to give money is it's very easy to be motivated by notoriety, by the fact that you are being seen as somebody special because of uh, what you are needed to, uh, to uh, give and or what you're prompted to give either way. And so it's very easy for us to look toward accolades, look toward things like that as kind of a reinforcement that we did a good thing, that we, we gave as we ought or we gave as we desired. And uh, we were given compensation for that just in the amount of acclaim that we're given. And he says later, but when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing. In other words, uh, don't let anybody know. If you're going to give, it is something secret to you. And your heavenly Father will know what you're doing. And as Jesus said, uh, that your Father who sees in secret will repay you. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to give you money back. That could happen sometimes, maybe in your generosity and in your sacrificial giving. He may give you financial resources. But there are other ways, other graces, other uh, means through which God can, can offer us things in our lives and place things in our lives that are true blessings to us as we go through Lent. And the second part, after almsgiving, now almsgiving particularly has to do with uh, giving for the poor. The uh, alms that we're talking about are monies that we would give to the poor that will help them as they are uh, in desperate need. And then we have prayer. He says, when you pray, again, don't be like the hypocrites. And this is going to be the formula we're going to see in all three of these occasions. The hypocrites, again, 
pray so they are seen praying. They pray in synagogues and on street corners. In other words, it's their prayers in public that really motivate them and so that others may see them praying. Interestingly, Jesus says they receive the reward, just as he said the same thing about alms, that when they give and are given accolades, that's their receipt. That's what they, That's all they're going to get is just that's the reward. The same for prayer. People seeing you pray is the only reward you're going to get for having that kind of prayer that is just for the purpose of showing off. As Jesus says, but when you pray, go into your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. Just as you're giving in secret, you pray in secret. And what you are going to the Lord with in prayer, if it is, for example, something that um, you uh, are desiring or needing or wanting to pray for somebody else. You don't do it in front of other people, but you do it to the Lord himself, knowing that he's the one who is actually going to perform uh, this wonderful work, this grace, this miracle, whatever it happens to be. I know of uh, uh, several occasions where I was in a prayer meeting and a person's prayer almost sounded like an announcement for help. That He wanted help, and he did it in the form of a prayer. And that's why Jesus says here, pray to your Father in secret. And also he says, do not babble like the pagans who think they'll be heard for their many words. Now this has to do with the aspect of, of receiving something, of asking for something. And, uh, for example, some people have said, to me, well, the, the uh, rosary is uh, babbling like the pagans. No, it's not. It's offering devotion. Uh, the Jesus prayer is offering devotion. There are many times where we might just sit there and just say, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Or even use the words, hallelujah, which you can't use in Lent. But uh, anyway, uh, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is that you're going to believe you're going to get something just by continuing to babble on about it, to continue praying about it, asking, I need this, I need this, I need this, God, I need this, I need this, and just keep going after it that way. Uh, that's, that isn't going to help. As uh, Jesus reminds us, your Father knows what you need before you ask him. The final one is fasting. Of the three, you have almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. Fasting can be either uh, a total meal or a partial meal or fast from something other than food. It can be a, a fast from social media. It could be a fast from, uh, from uh, drinking uh, sodas uh, or uh, drinking alcoholic beverages. It could be that kind of a fast. There are many different kinds of fasts. And the thing that he says here again is don't do it like the hypocrites would. They're parading their sacrifice. If they're fasting, they want to look like they're fasting. They want to be looking drawn out and haggard and just beaten up by what they're doing, showing how great their sacrifice is. But he says when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Look like you are just going out to a party. And again, uh, fasting is done for your heavenly father. It's not done for the benefit of other people. 
It's done so that we can take and show our Lord and even show our lower nature that they don't control us. Our lower nature doesn't dictate how much we need to eat or what we need to drink or what we need if we need sweets or other things, what your cravings are. That this uh, fasting is to show our bodies, no, you're not in charge, and to show the Lord, I am willing to give up a pleasure in preference to just spending time with you. And remember, if you're fasting and you aren't praying or offering that up to God for something, then you're simply on a diet. And so nothing wrong with that. But again, a fast really has the intention of giving that time to the Lord, giving that opportunity to the Lord. And as you do that, God, again, in His uh, seeing us in our hiddenness, will meet us there and offer us blessing for what we are wanting to accomplish. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, it's always good to be with you as we begin this Lenten journey. And uh, during these 40 days, let us journey together to find our hope and our help in the Lord Jesus Christ. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.